0: Good morning, Wastelanders. This is Streaming Wasteland.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. I'm Greg. Hi, Greg. And with me always... And Ringo. With me always is Ringo. Hi, Ringo. Yeah, we should probably talk about this movie. This movie is terrible. Say we both recommend this movie. I would say skip this movie. Yeah, don't watch the worst plot I've ever seen. This movie
0: had some interesting twists and turns that I, I definitely enjoyed.
1: You know what they say, once you are 18,
0: monsters are your problem. The creature that we're dealing with is called the Dark Mother. Yeah. I just called her Dear Mommy.
1: Do you want to go ahead and jump back in? All right, we should probably dive into this. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to Streaming Wasteland. I'm Greg, and with me always is Ringo. Say hi, Ringo.
0: Hi, Ringo.
1: Sorry, I was coughing. Great. You disgust me this week we're taking on 2023's the outlaws on netflix but before we get into that what are you up to this week besides coughing
0: uh trying to go ahead and recover from COVID, of course but we watched only murders in the building and as i told you last night i was throwing for a loop because i didn't understand how the hell you're gonna go ahead and set all your clocks 20 minutes ahead so that you can be late
1: yeah that is very weird right well
0: My wife and I spent an hour discussing this. We got heated about... Not, like, towards each other, but just, like, the whole aspect of, like... Why are you going to... If
1: I want to get somewhere early, I set my clocks early. My only thought is... It doesn't make sense if he wants to be late, but... My thought is... It's one of those things where you... I've never... I've tried this technique in the past. I used to be somebody who wasn't terribly punctual. I've gotten much better now, but... I used to do the thing where... I would set my clocks forward but because I knew my clocks were set forward I just ignored it anyway Right, and so then I would end up being late because I would ignore it because I would look at the clock and be like oh my god it's 1 o'clock oh wait no it's 12.40 I've got 10 minutes before I have to leave and then I would fuck around for 15 minutes and I'm like shit and I'd be 5 minutes late anyway <laughs> so maybe that's it
0: maybe maybe I just figured you weren't punctual because I've read some of your messages to me.
1: <laughs> Not that kind of punctual.
0: Oh, okay. My bad.
1: No, I'm very punctuational.
0: Oh, okay. That's where I got confused. Maybe my I'm, I, I'm very
1: grammar <laughs> I'm English good.
0: So, so I'm hoping next episode they explain it, because typically it will say stuff like that in this show, and then they'll explain it later on, but... Whatever their explanation is, I really hope that they can really explain it because even 12, like almost 14 hours later, I'm like, but setting my clock ahead 20 minutes early would mean that I would have arrived 20 minutes early
1: because I would have thought that I was running late already. See, that's what you think. Yeah. Until like, you try it. And then you're like, shit, I'm late anyway.
0: Yeah, well, it's going to fuck me up because math is not my forte. And last night during the conversation, My wife looked at me like, did you hear what you just said? And I went, that that's why I'm getting
1: an English major, not not going into math, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I would hope like increments of twenty minutes isn't what prevents you from getting a math degree.
0: (laughs) You never know, man. Were you studying
1: math when we first met? Maybe. I thought you were saying you had <laughs> a bunch of math courses or something like that when we were out getting ice cream in New Mexico.
0: Yeah, so that was whenever I was trying to go ahead and get an engineering degree, and when I was failing like the final from a math quiz four separate times, yeah, it was like maybe math is not for me. So I switched to degree path. I can't
1: believe that you have to take a math degree to drive trains. To Drive trains? I don't know about that one. But to- you said you were getting an engineer degree.
0: Yeah. Uh, COVID is just really making it slow.
1: Definitely editing some laughs in there. It was a better joke.
0: <laughs> the crowd's
1: going wild. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here for all hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, would, they wouldn't give me the cap because I couldn't do the math correctly figure out how to go ahead and do the the question one train leaves this city one train leaves the city when do they meet
1: yeah that i can see being necessary to drive a train because if you can't figure out when you're going to run into another train it feels like well it feels like maybe you work for one of the major train lines
0: here well which is surprising because they didn't like my answer of typically you meet when you crash and they're like no
1: What would I do in that situation? I would go really fast to make sure that the company met its deadlines and safety be damned. Yeah, I got to make sure the product gets to the location so that I... uh, If I was carrying hazardous waste that was water-soluble, I would definitely wait until I'm near a body of water and then crash my train.
0: And in Ohio.
1: Yeah, I'm not as picky about that. I know recent events have really put Ohio in the forefront, but for me, any state will do... I agree with you. I say state will do, but for right now, my first
0: time, I want it to be in Ohio so that I can practice. Mm. And then once I've got the practice done, then I can move on to other states.
1: So the situation in Ohio is just the
0: practice ground of America? That's what I thought. I mean, it happened like four times in one week.
1: I guess I can see it. Is it in one of those states that votes early or something like that? No. That's like the primaries. I think that's Iowa. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I it's difficult enough for me to keep track of that sort of stuff i never cared so little about primaries uh until they were trying to get bernie sanders voted and i was like yes and then the democrats screwed him "Eh." so now i don't care anymore they still send me their fun emails though they're like greg please give us money and i'm like no (laughs) you told me for the last eight years to go fuck myself (laughs) i'm not i'm not a big fan don't worry I'm not voting for the other guy either but you guys certainly aren't getting a time for me <laughs> it's like my least favorite arguments people are like oh you don't vote Democrats so what are you Republican hell no like I don't I never liked them yeah. but this other group they were like you guys want some you guys want some cool changes some free weeds? some expansion universal health care student debt relief And we're like yeah that sounds dope and they're like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> all right should we talk about this movie
0: Yeah, unless you want to talk about what you've been doing for this week.
1: Uh, (laughs) no. We should should get into this movie before we... Because I'll I'll spiral, and then we'll have like a 40-minute episode that I edit down. (laughs) Alright, let's get into this. Alright, this week we took on 2023's The Outlaws on Netflix. Nothing breaks the ice like a heist. Starring Adam Devine as Owen, Pierce Brosnan as Billy, Ellen Barkin as Lily, Nina Dobrev as Parker, Michael Rooker as Agent Oldham, and Purna Jagonathan as Reha. With guest spots from Richard Kind as Mr. Browning, Lil Ray Howry as Tyree, and Ringo's favorite, Lauren Lipkus, as Phoebe King. A week before their wedding, bank manager Unwin learns that his girlfriend's parents, Billy and Lily, are coming to town. Eager to impress them, he goes out and gets drunk, and with the soon-to-be in-laws, unfortunately he learns too late that they're bank robbers, and the night before, when he was drunk, he gave them all the information they needed to rob his bank. Doubly unfortunate for everyone, Billy and Lily's old partner, Rayhan, has learned that they are back on the grid and kidnaps Parker, promising to give her back if she's given $5 million. Now Owen, Billy, and Lily have no choice but to team up a sophisticated bank heist. Let's hear from some critics. David Ehrlich, writing for IndieWire, gave this movie a C, remarking, Like so much of The Outlaws, Brosnan and Barkin are both a little better than they need to be, and also a lot better than the material demands. Meanwhile, G. Allen Johnson of the San Francisco Chronicle hated this movie, saying, About the only wit shown during uh, is shown during a car chaser cemetery, a novel idea interestingly executed. By then, however, The Outlaws is dead on arrival. User RoyalGuy07 on Metacritic gave this movie a 2, saying, Another in a long line of wet fart action comedies from Netflix with nothing to see. Meanwhile, user Nathan M. on Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie four stars, noting that this is a super funny movie. The plot isn't very complex, but lots of good laughs. I highly recommend if you like comedy and or action movies. I disagree with user Nathan M.
0: <laughs>
1: I do not recommend this movie. But what were your thoughts? You've seen this, way, you said 2.5 times at this point or 2... 2-
0: So, we got into the movie, I want to say, about 18 minutes last night, so 2.3 seems closer than 2.5. But, my wife's dad came out here and we watched it with him. And I believe I watched it on my own for some reason. I don't know if it was either either for the podcast, like I think that I was preempting, which, I mean, good on me for preempting. Or something else. After watching this, like, almost three times, I really started to hate the main character. Niles? It was Niles, correct?
1: No. I sh- that's in the other movie.
0: Oh, Niles is in the other movie. Damn it. I'm this looking at Owen. the wrong movie. That's why. Owen Owen being the main character was, as my wife put it, she put it in a really concise way that like, Owens was extremely sheltered, sunshine character. The sort of like religious person that you meet in high school that's super bubbly about everything and nothing can get them down no matter what and it really really shows and I started to just really despise him this like third time going into it like I said 18 minutes in I was like I've I've remember watching this at this point I don't think I need to watch this a third time to be able to go ahead and talk about it to, in today's podcast and Pierce Brosnan was awesome I love him. I think he was a great character in this, in my opinion. His wife—I wish I remember what her name is, off the top of my head. Lily. Lily. I also Ellen Barkin. En- Ellen Barkin thing. I enjoyed her character and Owen's fiance because she was only in the, in the movie for like three minutes. <laughs> Other otherwise, like this, this movie was way too bubbly for me. Way too. too it reminded me of like the preps that I used to go to high school with, and I didn't like them. I- <laughs> the preps? Did you go to yeah. high school in like the fifties? No, but our preps were very bubbly.
1: Okay, I mean,
0: it was weird. We, we didn't
1: we didn't have that in <laughs> where I went to school. We just didn't we didn't have anybody. There was nobody who had any sort of uh, pedigree or money to be called a prep that would have ever gone to our school. So per- for us, maybe, but preps, no. <laughs> For for where I went to school, the preps were the farmers' kids
0: because farmers' kids always had money.
1: Yeah, they we did. We don't yeah. have none of we like. I would guess that 89 to 90 percent of the people I went to school with were gonna be the kids of other retail workers, salesmen, accountants, teachers, that sort of thing. So
0: yeah, like, I really did enjoy this. That's that's my take on it. The idea of uh, doing the double heist like they did was interesting, but after I don't know, after watching Owen just be what he was on, I think Lee and every other character that I think he, I've ever seen him play has like a very similar taste
1: in the way they yes. act. It's very one. I don't think he was in Glee. I think he was in Pitch Perfect. Okay. But yeah, I also fucking hated the main character. That was my main issue with this movie from the get-go. The I was going to actually time how much of the movie he just spent screaming, but I didn't want to because yeah. I wanted it to be over. It was... This is an annoying movie, and my issues with adam devine aside i do think he plays a very similar character in every movie it's funny that he doesn't get the same amount of shit for it as somebody like michael sarah does or or jonah hill for that matter like also does the same thing and doesn't get shit for it i don't know this guy is he's he can be funny when the movie calls for a role for him it's funny enough but i don't think he's a main character i think he's a good side character in a lot of stuff And I I think I'm one of the people in the world who didn't really like Workaholics. I didn't think that show was that funny. And so, that being the case, there was no additional draw for me. I'm not trying to. Honestly, where I know Adam Devine from the most is Modern Family. And he played almost exactly the same character in this movie as he did in Modern Family. Oh gosh, golly gee, I'm such a good guy. It's very annoying, but... The other problem i have with this movie is we talked a little bit about this we talked about horror comedies i feel like action comedies suffer from the same fucking problem is you start trying to jam two different movies together and hope that it works this would have been a perfectly fine action movies action movie with you know a few quips here there with the premise itself setting up the comedy you know you don't have to make each character over-the-top ridiculous student in a Shrek mask fucking helping the guy who he fought trying to stop him from robbing him. Like, that whole scene was just stupid. Yeah. And every time he starts going into, like, one of his plans or he starts talking about how he's going to solve everything, I just rolled my eyes. This character was super fucking annoying. Half the sketches, like, half the little... I will not even call them sketches. Half the little jokes in here feel like, you know when you're scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, wherever, and you see something and you're like, oh, that's funny. But you don't actually laugh and you just keep scrolling. You don't send it to anybody. You're just like, you know, and you move on. That's what I feel like half the jokes in this movie were. They're just, somebody's like, what if they couldn't get into the car? And somebody's like, yeah, it's funny. Film it. What if
0: uh, someone touches Adam Devine's butt and he screams?
1: Yeah, exactly. What if What if the dad's Pierce Brosnan, and he seems angry, but then they hug?
0: Yeah. What if Blake Anderson goes ahead and pretends to masturbate or choke himself at a dinner table?
1: Yeah. And for me, I I feel like that is where a lot of this movie also meets its downfalls. How many of these jokes have we seen done before? It's not necessarily fair to say, like, oh, it's not a meme, because the internet can work way faster than any movie studio. So, in theory, you could have seen every joke... That could possibly be made ever but we count on writing crews and actors and comedians etc to do the best versions of these jokes and this movie didn't have the best version of any joke i've ever seen uh one of the critics that said that the car chase in the cemetery was inventive it was cool it but didn't it feel out of place in this fucking movie with this guy screaming the whole time
0: oh yeah 100 percent
1: I think it that it was- should have been. If this had been a fucking Pierce Brosnan, Liam Neeson, Walk Among the Tombstones too, then that would have been a dope scene, right? Oh hell yeah. But instead, in this fucking movie, we got Adam Devine going ah, 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 ah,
0: which takes you out of it. I think that if it had been like you said, with a uh, Pierce Brosnan, Walk Among the Tombstones style movie, where we had some sort of dark, ominous, edgy music underplaying it, I think it would have been nice.
1: Yeah, it, and that's this is my issue with this whole movie it, honestly like it might have even worked better as a pure comedy because if the premise had just been that they have to like do these heists to save their daughter slash his fiance and we didn't see all these extended action sequences and they had just filled it in as 90 minutes as a movie as a comedy movie then I think maybe it would have worked better there too but yeah. again because it's an action comedy we have to jam pack a bunch of just cheesy shit in with a half of an action movie I don't know if that saves money but it's just it feels like especially because a lot of comedy requires setup and callback it feels like we spend a bunch of time learning shit and then a bunch of time watching these characters do nothing with what we know about them only for the joke later on to be like oh yeah remember Phoebe King she called me a little turd boy yeah. <laughs> for for how much they've talked about her in the beginning of the movie, I thought that she was going to be something way more badass. And then for it to be Missy from the wrong Missy, it's just like, ugh. of course well, it is.
0: And, you know, uh, so something I have to say about her being the main counterpart to Adam's character... She is a lot more tolerable in this movie than she is in The Wrong Pussy. I mean, still, some of that character reels its ugly head, but not as bad,
1: at least. Yeah, well, I mean, in the in this movie, she's in the movie for five minutes. Yeah. I do want to give a special shout-out to Lil' Ray Howery. I thought Tyree was funny as hell in this movie. I also, I like Richard Kind. I think he plays the exact same character every time, but he's, he's funny. And that character is funny to me, so I'll always give that a pass. He, he, you might remember him as Mr. Portman on Scrubs. Yeah, he was hilarious. and oh, Hello, boys. Yeah, he's <laughs> very funny in that. He's funny in this. I didn't like Owen's parents as characters. Like I yeah. said, Rich Grant did his best job, but no people really exist like that. This is like this weird view of how waspy parents are and while i'm not the right type of white person to have waspy parents i definitely had friends i guess that pretended they were in that class like part of being a wasp is you have to have some money or like a family name towards anything and uh appliance sales isn't really what people remember yeah this is not how those type of rich families act they would never be so open and blatant about the idea of just saying the things that they said out loud. Also, learning that Owen's mom was in an orgy. What did that do for us at all? What This was all supposed to be, I guess, comedy beats to fill out the 97 minutes of this movie? Yeah, because I've I don't seen know. went on way too long. Yeah, and then it just ended, and it never came up again.
0: Yeah, it meant nothing. Like, maybe if... The name drop that she gave ended up having that character come save. Uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, Owen like if, and...
1: if Dan Marino showed up in the movie, it would be kind of funny.
0: Yeah, the, you know he winks at her and then saves Owen from something. There we go. Then there's a tie-in.
1: I wonder if maybe he they were gonna like they they're gonna reach out. They'd be like, Dan Marino, do you want to be in this movie? Like you were in Ace Ventura, and then he read the script. Is like, no. <laughs> <laughs> No thank you. <laughs> I'll pass. I've been in good movies. <laughs> or good movie. I actually don't know how many movies Dan Marino's been in, I'm not a fan. but either way, it would be pretty funny if that was the big joke. Or if that was that was supposed to be the big reveal, like he was gonna be driving the ambulance at the end. Thank you, Dan Marino. That would have been funnier. But yeah, this movie overall just felt pretty flat to me the comedy bits that were in it that were funny. There's a couple jokes I laughed at, but I didn't even bother to write it down because by the time I had gotten to the next scene, I already forgot what they were. I got. It's maybe a little bit more sensitive area for me, but I got real tired of them calling the yoga instructor a stripper because the two jobs aren't even remotely fucking related. But also, hey, if somebody wants to be a stripper, fucking let them. Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, that one bugged the shit out of me because that was... That took up so much time in the movie of like the parents just going. Since you met the stripper, she's a yoga instructor. Since you met this stripper, she's a yoga instructor. we this isn't funny. Yeah, it's it, not. It's not funny.
1: But that's like. I do wonder how much Adam Sandler and crew have in these Happy Madison productions, like how much say they have, yeah. because that feels like a joke from late '80s, early '90s comedy television type stuff. It feels like a, huh, huh, huh. What if, what if the girl he likes is a stripper? Huh, huh, huh. And that joke just doesn't work in 2023 at all. It's It was kind of funny the very first time they said it because I thought the joke was going to be like, oh, mom's a drunk and she's forgetful. And so she's already had like two bottles of wine before she even shows up at brunch. And because she's so pearl-clutching and so uptight that there was no way she was ever going to show up sober. And so when she's drunk, she says stuff like this because to her yoga instructor might as well be stripper. But then the joke just became that they actually just think that, or they're so rude that they don't remember. And so, yeah, I was, I was over that from like moment two. Yeah. Just all of it. It, Like I said, it all feels like somebody's found, like, the least funny set of memes they could, and they were like, these are hilarious, just make them into a movie.
0: I I agree with you on that one. I think that it was just, let's pull from the
1: 80s or 90s and go ahead and just dust those off. Yeah. And and I do wonder sometimes if maybe these movies were criticized criticize that, like, these are really blast-from-the-past style movies, uh, or at least some of the jokes are anyway, that maybe they're trying to capitalize on that trend. Yeah, You know, the 90s and the, the late 80s have been popular again for a little while here, and maybe people are trying to capitalize on that. I just don't think that... I don't think what people miss from the 90s and or late 80s is the misogynistic humor. I don't think that's what people are going out and doing on TikTok. I mean, there are people doing that on TikTok, but it's not from the 90s. It's just those who those people are anyway. So... But I don't think anybody's like, man. Remember when stand-up comics could go and just do a thirty-minute set ranting about people that are different from them and women? Nobody gets that yeah yeah Be considered you an up-and-comer that was really yeah. like i think that's more the slap in the face than anything right yeah not only were their jokes shit but then they also got to fucking keep having a career they were considered the next rising star because they insulted women in a new way mm-hmm.
0: and now they get up on stage and they go you can't make jokes about anything anymore
1: it is the most exhausting shtick there is no type of comedy that i hate more than that like aren't i a stinker i'm gonna say something offensive and everyone's gonna get mad at me and then they're gonna tell me that i'm offensive because you can't say anything anymore it's like fuck (laughs) you. i've seen plenty of great comedians on youtube do full bits of stuff that's probably over the line to some people but most people laughed and everybody enjoyed it and their videos get millions of views i'm sorry that your fucking Your old, tired shtick, Ricky Gervais, is fucking not (laughs) working anymore. I'm sorry. It sucks. One of my favorite comedians, Bill Burr, like, the last three specials he's done, half the fucking time has been spent talking about how, oh, I've offended someone. I'm just like, shut up, Bill. Yeah. You're you're a funny guy. We get it. Some of the words you say aren't great. The people who are going to laugh are going to laugh anyway. But for you to go up there and just whine, basically, about how people are too sensitive now. It's not a good bit. Move on. Do something new. Yeah, seriously. New jokes. Please new jokes.
0: <laughs> go ahead and go ahead and try and like actually make people laugh. Don't go ahead and make people go, oh, why did I spend so much money on this ticket?
1: Yeah. But I suppose that is just one or two people's opinion. For
0: just some dudes on the internet. Which, tying back to the movie. Typically whenever we go ahead and watch these movies and yeah. The Adam Sandler insignia Madison, was it? Madison, Happy Madison oh, Happy Madison pops up I'm always like, oh, this movie is going to be, on my no list, this one's going to go ahead and have some sort of joke that I'm not going to like or someone who's going to, oh they have people in oh, so far in the two movies that I can recall that we've watched that come from this studio, screaming the
1: whole entire movie Mm-hmm. yeah it's funny that James Corbin gets tagged with the whole loud is funny thing, but so many other comedians do the exact same shtick. But that guy is actually in a movie that we're going to watch, uh, I think pretty soon. And so we can save my thoughts on that situation for a different time. Uh, they, yeah, this movie, much like that last one, right? Just somebody screaming the whole time. Cause loud is funny. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I think you could tell, but I'll just make sure we say it. Uh, I do not recommend this movie. Even if you absolutely must go watch something from the Happy Madison films, just go watch Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison. Those are yeah. both better movies by far and away.
0: Yeah, especially if you grew up in the 80s or 90s. And that was the humor that you were raised on. Yeah.
1: So this movie also references a movie called The In Laws, which I believe is the exact same plot. Maybe not for beat but I've I've read reviews I don't actually think I've ever seen this movie I looked up the poster yesterday and uh, I it doesn't look familiar but reading just kind of the synopsis it sounds like it covers a lot of the same ground and you probably will like that more I will say if you're a huge workaholics fan if you're a huge Adam Devine fan you can't get much more than this this is like a whole movie yeah yeah. Uh, I, yeah, this is
0: a whole movie that's going to last uh, you 90 97 minutes. minutes. 90, oh, 97 minutes. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I looked at the time frequently.
0: I watched this movie 194 minutes.
1: And you'll never get that time back.
0: I won't. That's that's the depressing part here. Hey, look, Wastelanders! Because I went ahead and spent a, over 194 minutes on this movie. Don't watch this movie. Let let the only tortured souls be Greg and I. Don't don't go ahead and waste more time on this movie. That's my take on this.
1: Agreed. Honestly, as like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of action comedies, but the Hot Fuzz is a straight up better movie than this. Every Hot Fuzz, is yeah, straight up better. There's nothing. There's not one area in which this movie outperforms Hot Fuzz, except for, I guess, maybe headshots. There are more people who die in this movie than in Hot Fuzz that I can Mm -hmm. remember. So either way, if you're looking for an action comedy, that's a better movie. I I believe it's available, if not on Netflix, somewhere else. But this is a big swing and a miss for Netflix. Uh, I think the best way to sum up my feelings was already said by user RoyalGuy07, another in a long line of wet fart action comedies from Netflix. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it, the only thing you really get out of it is that it's pretty. <laughs> it's it is very pretty. Yeah,
1: and not to deny it, many, many reviewers I think almost all of the critics that I went and read this morning, they all praised Barkin and Brosnan. They and they did a good job. I think that Pierce Brosnan is can be a comedic actor. Uh, I loved him as James Bond. He's my second favorite Bond. Sorry, Sean Connery fans but I, I like Pierce and I've done even in small roles like in Mrs. Stoutfire when he's the boyfriend I think he's pretty funny yeah so that's my thoughts on it go watch other Pierce Brosnan movies go, go watch other action comedies I, I honestly I don't watch enough action comedies to know if there's like if this is mid-level, or if this is like bottom of the barrel, but I feel like there have to be a lot of better ones out there. This just ain't it, so skip it. Skip it! Anything else you want to add about this movie?
0: This one's going in our bonfire to go ahead and keep us warm tonight. That's that's it.
1: That is factual. Alright, we've been streaming Wasteland. We've been streaming Wasteland. This has been The Outlaws. 2023 is The Outlaws. Quick note, Looking this movie up. Make sure you hyphenate it because otherwise there's like 300 other movies called The Outlaws with no hyphen. But anyway, this has been 2023's The Out-Laws. It's on Netflix. You don't need to know that because you shouldn't go watch it. Where are we? We're on all the websites. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, X, Threads. think that's all the social medias we also are on pretty much every podcast website if there's a place that hosts podcasts you can find our show there and if it's not there write us let us know find us at streamingwasteland at gmail.com all one word obviously you guys probably used emails before uh and on that note i think we're done here say goodbye ringo bye ringo bye